Good morning, friends. Thank you for joining me for this midweek meditation. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy this caffeinated contemplation. This morning we welcome David Harper, member and retired minister, to bring us some words of comfort and assurance. Everyone, I'm David, and although I'm now retired from full-time ministry, I still have a small task, well, privilege really, of acting as chaplain to some of my ministerial colleagues. I've been chatting to some of them on the phone to inquire about their well-being and about how they're coping work-wise in the current situation we all find ourselves in. Several of them have told me they're having to develop new ways of ministering to their people and of just how difficult that adjustment can be and how limiting it is. As one of them said to me, David, we're being deprived of our church buildings, of our worshipping congregations, of being able to make personal visits to people who really need us. And so we're having to adapt to all these limitations. Limitations. We're all in the same boat, aren't we? I'm full of admiration for the many wonderful ways in which people and communities are learning to care for each other. But there's a limit to what any of us can do. It must be agonising for the doctors and nurses who are devastated by the death of the patients they're caring for. It must be terrible and heartbreaking for a spouse who's unable to attend his or her partner's funeral service. Awful for workers who've lost their jobs and are now having to apply for the first time for universal credit. Not easy for grandparents who can't get a cuddle with their grandchildren. And, and the list's endless. This is Holy Week. At a meal, knowing that he was going to be called upon to make the ultimate self-sacrifice of death upon the cross, before the week was out, Jesus rose from a table at which he was having a meal with his disciples, took a basin of water and a towel and washed and dried his disciples' feet. It was a symbol as well as a physical act. For when one of his disciples, Peter, protested that it was he, the follower, who should have been washing his Lord's feet rather than the other way around, Jesus said to him and to them all, I'm setting you an example, an example to follow of service and self-sacrifice. Sadly, although some of his disciples said they would go anywhere with him, even to his death. When it came to his arrest and trial and execution, his followers, every single one of them, all of his friends, including Peter, deserted him. Jesus alone remained faithful to his Father God and continued to show the kind of limitless forgiveness and love that is the forgiveness and love of God himself. He was raised from the dead. He came through death because God's love always lives on. That's of real comfort to me 
because I know that COVID-19 has made me only too aware of my limitations, of my times of anxiety, of sadness, of fear, even of lack of love. Perhaps you, like me, can take some comfort in believing that the love of God is strong and constant and absolutely limitless. Let me finish by reading to you a couple of verses from one of my favourite hymns. Twixt gleams of joy and clouds of doubt, our feelings come and go. Our best estate is tossed about in ceaseless ebb and flow. No mood of feeling, form of thought is constant for a day, but thou, O Lord, thou changest not, the same thou art alway. I grasp thy strength, make it mine own, my heart with peace is blessed. I lose my hold, and then comes down darkness and cold unrest. Let me no more my comfort draw from my frail hold of thee. In this alone rejoice with awe, thy mighty grasp of me. Good morning. Friends, I know you'll join me in thanking David for his challenging words of assurance that are very much needed in these times. To close, a poem of comfort and presence from John O'Donohue's book, To Bless the Space Between Us. On the day when the weight deadens on your shoulders and you stumble, may the clay dance to balance you. And when your eyes freeze behind the gray window and the ghost of loss gets into you, may a flock of colors, indigo, red, green, and azure blue, come to awaken you in a meadow of delight. When the canvas frays, in the crunch of thought and the stain of ocean, begins to blacken beneath you. May there come across the waters a path of yellow moonlight to bring you safely home. May the nourishment of the earth be yours. May the clarity of light be yours. May the fluency of the ocean be yours. May the protection of the ancestors be yours. And so may a slow wind work these words of love around you, an invisible cloak to mind your life. Amen.